Hey everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of our Prince Edward Island Real Estate Podcast. I'm Michael Posnick and I have Powerhouse Patty with me. We have just under 40 years of full-time, seven-day-a-week PEI real estate experience. And every Sunday morning, we open up the studio on the Charlottetown waterfront, which is located inside of a Ford F-150, and bring you this enlightening information, tips, tricks, and traps about buying and selling real estate in PEI. So in our last broadcast, we discussed the stats. I think it actually turned out okay. It was semi-interesting. If you're into numbers, you might want to go back and check that out. Also, how buyers and sellers are representing themselves. All kinds of neat stuff in the last, last podcast, so be sure to check that out. Getting to today... The vast majority of our buyers are coming in and have come in since the first quarter of 2016 from southern Ontario. Anywhere between Burlington, Oshawa, Whitby, up to Scarborough, Markham, Richmond Hill, and over to Ottawa. That's where our buyers have come from. They've sold their houses there, and they've come here because their dollar at that point went a lot further. It still does. Our average value is under $370,000 uh, as of this November or November stats. However, there's also a lot of people out there, in my opinion, that have not a clue what they're doing and they're just grossly overpaying for properties because they're comparing values in Southern Ontario and Ottawa to PEI. So I was going to call this million dollar home sales this episode, but then I was thinking this week, these aren't million dollar homes. These are million dollar sales. And the difference is a million dollars went a long, long, long way in PEI before 2016 in as much that you could buy a multi-multi-million dollar waterfront home that the owner was taking a massive loss on because there was no market for these properties. They typically sat on the market for many years, and you'd get them at a, a phenomenal deal. You know, in some cases you saw five and 6,000 square foot brand new home selling for a million thirty-five. 350. Uh, you saw 10 and 11,000 square foot mansions with quadruple garages sell for a million 750 that sold for close to 5 million before and took eight years to do so. But today, when we look at the stats, everything, there was only five sales over a million dollars prior to 2016 in the history of our MLS. And out of those five sales, because our data is a little bit, how would you put it, inaccurate, uh, we've got one is a 145-acre farm. We've got another one that is a uh, an apartment building in Summerside. We've got another one that is a bunch of rental cottages on 10 acres which leaves us with a grand total of two. And uh, so we had a total of $3 million sales, according to MLS data, prior to 2006. Now, after 2000, or sorry, 2016. So after 2016, when the gold rush started and all those Ontario people realized, hey, I need to move to the Maritimes because I don't have any money in my bank account and I need to sell my house. Yeah, well, there was a trend called East Sizing, which went right from the... So it's a nice way of saying, I'm broke, I have to sell my house because my financial plan didn't work out, but I'm going to pretend I'm Bill Gates moving to the Maritimes. 
So they typically end up in Nova Scotia because Nova Scotia does a phenomenal job marketing their province. And then they found out their values were typically double ours and ended up here. They typically haven't competed with New Brunswick or Newfoundland in the past. So after 2016, there are $72 million plus sales. And the real estate agents and brokers and appraisers were just shaking their heads wondering, why did this house that's on a C-grade road in a D-grade neighborhood that probably didn't see LA, which is what the agents do, comprehensive market analysis, the evaluation was probably under 400000 and someone from southern Ontario bought it for nine seventy-five. So there's 72 of those, and I'm still shaking my head when I look at the sales and think, like, you haven't got a clue, but you could have bought for that money before. Patty, yeah, thoughts? But that, that's true any time, but, yeah, it was, and it still took, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit of time to say that it started to take off in 2016, it really didn't uh, end up taking off. We're talking sales as in two in 2016, four in 2017 and 18, two in 2019. Um, and then in 2020, we had seven, 2021, we had 12, 2022, um, ironically enough. And I would have assumed prior to pulling all this data, it would have been 2021 that we'd seen these record highs because we had a phenomenal year with over 2,300 residential sales. It There was a bit of a lag in this particular market area. So we sold 28. Um, there was $28 million sales, I will say, Michael, um, in 2022 on Prince Edward Island, tick to tip. And then 2023, our numbers are going back down now to 14. So just to understand what, what these look like. But historically prior to, like Michael said, you know, from 2006 until 2016, so 10, 10 years, there were only a, a couple um, million plus sales on PEI. And we see it all the time where there was a house that transacted in 2021 for say 575000 which already seemed a little bit of an inflated price. And now it's on the market for a million plus today. A million three in, in some instances. Yes. Yeah, crazy. But they're counting on the the idiot, right? They're counting on someone coming here thinking, oh, wow, I can buy this house on the water for 1.3. What an awesome deal. Only knowing that these people picked it up for less than half that price two years ago. Yeah, but in the idiot's defense, if they're not being properly educated and informed and maybe don't know the right questions to ask, which is why Michael and I felt so compelled to start this podcast to start to educate people because obviously we can't educate everybody um, but again, in their defense, if they don't have the education and they don't know which questions to ask, it really puts them at a disadvantage and they're assuming they're getting a, a great deal. But it is changing, shifting and affecting our market um, in the Maritimes because these prices are just, they're ludicrous. They are absolutely insane based on market data from the past because people are buying not on uh, factual data or intelligence they're buying on emotion and they're comparing product here to other markets which Correct. doesn't make any sense considering the three most important things in real estate are what location 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 right 
So when you look at that house for a million three, like you're not in the best neighborhood. You're not, you're in an area where the water may be in your living room in a few years because of coastal erosion. Like, did you do your coastal erosion uh, request for that study? You can get that done for free in PEI. I mean, if your kitchen's overlooking a river, yeah, it doesn't matter how good of a deal you get. You, you really need to love water because it's going to be in your basement soon enough. And we've seen that because in the old days, going down a rabbit trail here, they didn't plan these subdivisions based on things like erosion factors, and they are built way too close to the water. For the most part, that's not an issue in PEI, but this is just another factor. When I look at a house for 1.3, they paid 500 for, and they're selling two years later, they're either looking for the idiot or they're afraid that they're going to be in that river soon enough. So just what I think I I think our listeners should be aware of, and even those sellers, maybe perhaps on PEI, um, with our million plus sales starting to reset um, from a, a record high year of 28 in one year, they're down this year to 14 um, million plus sales. And it may go down even further over you know, the next year, we don't know. Um, there's currently 37 island-wide um, active million plus uh, properties on the market, less than half of those are going to be transacting next year if the market stays as it, it has been and returning to our normal our normal real estate market here on Prince Edward Island. But um, make sure you do your due diligence and research uh, and make sure you price your properties properly because buyers are only going to be, there's going to be about 10 lucky winners next year. Um, who are going to be able to probably secure a million-plus uh, sale on their home. Right. And in closing, you know, there's always been this belief, and there's still this belief, that you can just buy anything and it's going to go up in value with reference to real estate. And as the big real estate crash, well, it started in the States and turned out to be global at the end of the day, taught us is that real estate is supply and demand. So it's going to be interesting the next few years to see where Atlantic Canada goes as far as evaluations, because you have to ask yourself if those people were a product of COVID, if it was just, you know, them being terrified they had to get out of there. It was at their point of retirement. They realized they didn't have enough funds or money in the bank to survive so they had to sell their house and buy something here for a quarter of the cost it's be interesting to see where things go but you should never be buying a property with the assumption that it's going to go up professional real estate investors always think of the exit strategy anyone can buy a piece of property it takes a professional to understand what is my exit strategy here and if you need to liquidate that asset, you just paid 1.3 for that they paid, the previous owner paid 500 for in a year, and then you find out it's only worth 890. You're now underwater in uh, in mortgage terms. Yeah, and I think you know what this is a great way to to segue into the next podcast into appraisals and what that actually looks like because I come across many that do not understand 
you know, I paid X amount of dollars for it or my, my neighbors X amount of dollars and they just need to be informed as to what the market looks like um, because it's the bank buying it and there's going to be a, an appraisal being done on it. And uh, yeah, I think it's a great, a great, a great next podcast, Michael. Well, we'll certainly think about that. <laughs> Sounds good. That's it. Have a great day. Have a great day, everyone.